Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. percent cash back is pretty heroic good instincts every hero needs a theme song the capital one quicksilver card what's in your wallet terms apply see capital one.com for details In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. It is a glorious morning. We are pumped up. We're excited. We're all fired up for a great day of hitting, but it's no, not no so hitting. much. No hitting. No hitting. What, what, what did I hear? Day. It's a mental day. This is a get right day? Yeah. No, no. This, this is a helmets. This is helmets. helmets. So That's that, like no, a get right okay, day. It, it, I mean, in, in our terms, yes, get yes. right day. In their terms, this is still practice because they will have the foam shoulders on um, and, and they'll, they'll tap each other heavily. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Now this is this is the consternation day when you got some guys who maybe they're a bit young and they got the pad the you know the shells on and they think oh okay it's like a, it's it's a regular pads day and two not days so in much. a row I'm ready I'm yeah. jacked up and except like, for no. that's not the rules of proper etiquette and other guys who wear the shells who have a tendency to think oh it's like a walkthrough and it's not that either so what say you Max Starks about the State of today. I'd rather be the hammer than the nail. There you go. Or in the words of Coach Tomlin, I'd rather say woe than sick him. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that's so very important, Max, you know, and we what we try to do is we try to give you the view behind the face mask, that emanating from the player mindset. And we always want to take 
the fans there because it gives them a better understanding. So one of the things normally on a pads day and as you go through training camp, how important is it to embrace the suck? Now, remember, yeah. this is a highly technical term. It the is. The suck is it something is. that we're both familiar with. Marine term- terminology. Exactly. Yes, and exactly so because if you do not get into the enthusiasm of the moment, as Chuck Knoll would talk about, you're missing out and – it's going to stand out when the other guys are around you. Well, and you're always looking to the vets, right? Yes. You want to you want to look to the vets. You just don't want to emulate the vets in a lot of things. <laughs> you know, right. Like in certain position groups, don't do what TJ's doing, okay, today. Right. Don't right. do what some of the other vets would do in these moments, but find that, that kind of happy balance between the guy that's like the, the end of the roster bench versus the guy at the lead position. Try and be right there in the middle, and then as effort dictates or the opponent dictates, then you step it up. You know, you know, your tempo you, varies. Your tempo varies, but you have to keep a baseline. You never go below the no. baseline. Yes. You might have to go above the base. That, that, that's it. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing. I mean, obviously for the linemen, yesterday was a little chippy. So yes, it was. Expect emotions and hands to be a little heavier on each other when they're saying hello. Right, right. <laughs> you know. Yes. You know, AT and T. Right. Reach out and touch someone. Yes. You, you're going to see that. But I think for you know for the backers and the running backs and the receivers and DBs, I think that tempo is a little bit more chill. Anytime you have constant contact, there's going to be a higher sense of urgency, a higher level of in, of intent when you when you watch the practice. So the middle is the scrum. The outside is window dressing, if that's what you want to think about it for the fans coming out here to watch or if you're watching on Training Camp Live. Like, that's what you're going to see. Now, the question is, when the inside starts acting like the outside exterior <laughs> players, that's when we have a problem. Then we have fights. Yes, that, that leads to even more fights than we had yesterday. Now, think, talk, though, about the mindset, because here's the thing. You can get lulled into wash, rinse, and repeat sort of mindset. You know how I'm talking about. You go to dinner. You know, you go to the evening meeting, you go to bed, you wake up, you go you know, through the morning routine, walk through, then you go get lunch, then you come out, you practice, and it's a day after day. Groundhog you know, just, day. It is Groundhog Day, yes, yeah. so very much so. And that can almost lull you to sleep, and you can't afford that because you've got to have some sort of little checklist with yourself. Am I being real? Am I being righteous to myself? Am I being righteous to my teammates? Am I giving my best effort? Am I increasing? These are the things that that you really got to think about because if you don't, they just kind of slide by and all of a sudden you realize, I wasted a day. I didn't get any better. I didn't get any worse. I just was a schmutz. Yeah, well, and also you got to check that Polly Pocket notebook, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, You got to go to the notebook because the the Do you like Polly Pocket or do you like those turtles? I I like the turtles. Um, the turtles. To me, the turtles kind of rock. Yeah, the turtles you know, are cool. Because when they got the, the mask on, you know, especially yeah. like the Ninja Turtles. Oh, absolutely, Ninja Turtles. Who's your, who's your favorite? Um, Michelangelo. Okay. Yeah. Well, I figured that. He loved pizza, and he always said Cowabunga. Absolutely. No, I'm a Donatello kind of guy. <laughs> oh, you're a Donatello guy? Bo, okay. Bo, Bo Staff and Thoughts. <laughs> Bo Staff and Thoughts, baby. <laughs> Where would you be, Jacob? Because you, <laughs> you don't even know. Do you even know what a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is? Yeah. But okay. You, but you don't know which one you'd want? Okay, okay Raphael. Raphael. Okay, yeah, right. you do look like a scrapper. There it is. I okay, like it. <laughs> I like that. We'll do that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, you have to go to the notebook, right? The, the notes from last night's meeting. Yes. And watching the game film and, and looking at it through a critical lens. Don't just try and get through it to get through it. But if you look don't at it from tune a critical, out. Yeah, don't tune out and just get into the Monday. 
I'm writing something, so it makes makes me look looks like I'm intelligent. No, yeah. read. You know, when you go back to the room at night after snack, read that notebook. If you do, and a lot of guys have access to film to go watch on your own. Yes, they got those Surface tablets and everything else. You have DV Sport. You could even pop in the O line room. I used to pop in the O line room after meetings, and just watch additional film. Me and a couple yeah. of the guys. And take you, advantage of You want to take advantage of all the technology available to yes. you of the day. And there's a lot of it today. There is. Yeah. Now, yeah. I used to, I would make notes for myself, Max, and see if the, it's the same thing for you. You know, you watch your practice and you go, for me, it might be a toss 32 trap. Okay. I didn't get inside enough position and my striking position was too far head forward. I'd make notes to myself. All right. At the point of contact, trapping the, the, the defensive end over the, over the right tackle, what do you call it, a four technique or mm-hmm. five technique? Okay. Four is head up, five is okay. on the outside edge. All right, there we go. So just trapping the four technique, in, in my notes, I might say, all right, too head heavy, you got to keep your feet under you, sustain your feet through the contact. All these little notes that are little things that you remember in the flash of the moment because that's how you go about self-correcting. Oh, absolutely. And for me, I would take it to where, where was my foot on impact when I delivered a strike? Right. I want to also know where was my hand placement? Was hand placement high? Was it low? Was it outside? Was it perfect on the inside and I just didn't do so? Like I'm doing that on top of the, whatever the assignment call was. So when I go through the assignment call, I look at the front. I write out what I'm supposed to do right when they start the play. Okay. And then I see, did I do that? Okay. And then it was either check, yes, I did everything I was supposed to, that's a good one. Yep. Or if I didn't, I then go through the critical review because you're going to watch it two to three times, especially if you mess up. I'm going to see, okay, hands. You might see that eight to hand, ten times yeah, well, if you hand, Well, I'm saying like, hands and foot initially. <laughs> if I'm the only one that messed up and the play still went good, no. It's three uh, times. Yeah. But if everybody did, yeah, you're watching it eight to ten times. Or you were so horrendous that the coach was going to make you the example, the whipping board uh, for the day. Now that could listen, be an eight to tenner. Yeah, I was about to say, that, 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 that's like years four through six. So please don't <laughs> remind me. Those are Larry Zerline years. <laughs> Everything I did, no matter oh, how But when good, you cringe, you know uh, it's coming. You yeah. know that bad. Bad play is going to be up there on the screen in front of the boys, and you just you're cringing. Going, oh, please don't! Yeah, but I'm here's the thing, and then but then when it's a good one, oh yeah, right? They speed through it. Yeah, so, yeah, they speed. It's I'm like, like whoa, 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 whoa! I was like, if you're going to kick me in the pants, at least give me a <laughs> hug first. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, buy me dinner. Uh, you know, but uh, but yeah, that was the thing. I and I and for years, four or five, and I hated going into meetings if there if I even thought there was something that I did wrong. It was going to be explained, talked about, exacerbated, debated back and right, forth. And, right. every, and you're just like, you, and you can't win in that moment because you put it on film, regardless of whatever the coach said or whatever the situation was, if it's on film and it has that play call below it, you are responsible for it. <laughs> now, did you guys have, like, a way to, like, um, you know, present your arguments? Because we used to have, like, a tribunal board, you know, like the Star Chamber, oh, yeah. you know, and we'd like, a, okay, I'm appealing this because I thought da da da, and you list out your, you know, whatever your complaint was, and then you get the secret ballot, whether or not they're up or down with it. Oh no, <laughs> see, we, we ours ours was more ours ours was more like JAG, right? Okay, you know, we we had, we we had our advocate general that was there for okay, us, yes. which was usually your guard if you're a tackle, or if you're a, or if you're a guard, it is your tackle the or clubhouse center. lawyer. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have the clubhouse lawyer on your side. Like, don't <laughs> don't don't get the public defender. No. <laughs> go go for go for somebody that was there with you. That's that, right. I Who need, understands what's I going need a on? A co-signer or a witness, you know. <laughs> 
Look, listen, I'm not going to rat you out. Hey, listen, if they catch me in the bushes, I'm not going to say, hey, you missed him. No, I'm not. You know, you want, you want a guy. Yeah. Don't get the public defender. Don't get the public defender. That's the way you know. And, and, oh. and everybody has that public defender in the office. Oh, he's, yes. He's going to argue for everybody He'll, but have it, no substance behind it. No history, no yeah. research. He's just blindly following. And he's, he's just, just like, arguing for the sake like, of listen, arguing. Listen, I'm just here to collect hours, guys. <laughs> Listen, you're case number 12 of 37. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. I'm just telling you. You don't even have a name at this point. You're just a number. <laughs> faceless. Gray faceless. Nameless faces. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. exactly the way it is. But going back to the original you know, concept of this thing, the ability mentally to draw yourself into an enthusiasm. And Chuck Noll always pointed this out. Don't give me emotion. Give me enthusiasm because enthusiasm is self-generated. That yeah. comes from within when you're sitting there and you're going, this really sucks. All right. You know, you're like, oh, you're, you're starting to, to drop. Now you got to turn that thing around and get your mentality going the other way because you know as well as I do, if you sit there and you get depressed, oh my gosh, this is the worst place in the tanker, world. Tanker. <laughs> See it He's going. going down like the, the Titanic. Titanic has hit the iceberg. <laughs> it's hit the iceberg, ladies and gentlemen. And you know it when a guy's hit that wall. Yes. When you walk into the lunchroom and he's just staring down in his plate. <laughs> yeah. Table's full of people. This guy is looking at, you know what? That asparagus is kind of leaning to the left. <laughs> Why is there a pepper? You start questioning everything. There's you know? no doubt <laughs> yeah. about it. Because want- you know what? Here's the thing. Back in the day, and I'll never forget in the purge of 84 when it got really bad. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of us questioning our sanity at the dining hall there, you know. Yeah. And I remember thinking, those guys that I see staring at their food like that and not touching it, they disappear. Those are the ones that tend to disappear, like body snatchers got them at night. Oh, you yeah. You know, you, what you don't see is in the middle of the night, someone loading their car and then said, I've had enough. I'm gone. It's I'm like, out of here. It's like, you know what? You know, this is what AWOL looks like, gentlemen. <laughs> This is what AWOL looks yeah, like. The next morning, you're looking to go, wait a minute. Where, where's so-and-so? Where's Larry? <laughs> Larry! Where is he? Where are you? Larry's all the way in Punxsutawney now. <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. we, there was more There was more mornings where we woke up and some people, somebody just disappeared. Yeah. I'll never forget the one with Tom Dunn. They grabbed the guy walking through the fields. He was heading for the airport. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm out of here. Yeah. He, he, he said, I couldn't talk him out. I couldn't bring him back. Yeah, no. I just decided. He's I'm beyond. Gonna walk, he's I'm going walking, to the great beyond. I'm walking through all the fields. I'm going straight to the airport right here. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Latrobe Airport. Trobe airport. And Wherever I'm you're here. going, babe, I got 30 bucks. Wherever you're going. <laughs> oh, my just heavens. Just right. As long as he didn't go Hey, as long as he didn't go in the airfield and put his thumb out, I think, I think it's okay. <laughs> Then we got issues. Yeah, we got some, there's some deeper issues to, to talk about at that we, we point. We need to talk. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Which, well, I will say this. This is that time. Yes. We're at that time in camp where you will see some faces that you thought was supposed to be here. Yes. And some that will re, will appear out of nowhere. You know, we're at that time in camp where decisions are being made, and you're starting to try and recraft because you've got a week and a half in the books that you have to look at and judge where are we at? Did we get better in this week and a half? Did this play is this player going to help us move towards our goal? Are they creating competition? Are they making a name for themselves? Or are they just getting by? Right, thriving versus surviving yes. in these moments. And so 
you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if before Friday Night Lights we see a couple of changes, a couple of guys that, you know, that pop up that we didn't yep. know and a couple of guys that disappear that we, you know, that we either suspected they were going to disappear or they just hadn't showed up at all during practice. We haven't done the, the, the food study in the lunchroom yet to see if they're looking at their vegetables. No, we have not because we've been looking at our own food as we shoveled it in our mouths. So it, it yes, briefly. Yeah. Briefly yeah. because briefly. with great gusto and enthusiasm because the food is so dadgum good up here. It, it is getting good. Let me good. tell you. I'm telling you Liz, what, man. I, I know you went with the tuna last night, which was I a did. great and the night before salmon. And I hope yeah. my wife is listening. So that yeah, she exactly. Knows. And he had veggies. He ate a salad. Thank I watched you. him eat it That's out of right. a bowl. I That's saw it. It's it is documented with my my Kodak eyes. I promise. <laughs> I took a picture. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, but I I had lobster last night because I know you did, and you went to the defense side too because the sign was not up when I walked in. Okay, so for full disclosure, describe it. Full okay. disclosure for our fans. Full disclosure all right, for our for fans. The Steelers Nation. So I did not know this walking in, but apparently yesterday it was whoever won the day got the better meal. And yep. so when you walk in the lunchroom, on the left side there's the general there's a general meal area where you usually get two proteins, usually a fish and, and a and a um, either steak or chicken, and then you have carbs, which is like your rice or your quinoa, right. and then you have veggies. You know, it could be a mixture of those. That's on the left side. Well, then in the center section, it's usually like an overflow, like a double of it just to not get back up the line. Right. Well, yesterday, I was, and then, oh, and then there's a um, cold section where the salads are, which right. you frequent. Yes, Wolf. I did. He frequents. And I asked, yeah. I threw some fruit in there, too. He did have some fruit as well. I, I did okay. see a tangerine, maybe, or a mandarin. No, it was grapes. Oh, it was grapes. grapes. Okay. Yes. So, so there's a middle cold section where you can get pre-made salads. There's like three different styles, the dressings, and then fruit at the bottom. And then on the right of that is like a feature station yes. where they have some type of item that's going to be featured during that meal. So usually in the morning it's omelets, afternoon is some type of sandwich. Then in the evening it, it can vary. It can be stir fry, it can be a burrito, it can be all these different things. And then there's a smoothie station. Oh, yeah. The smoothie station smoothie. to the far right. So that overflow section to the left of the cold section. Correct. There was, there's the same thing that's typically in the main section line that you go through, but it's guys like kind of being quicker or going to the salads and you want to still grab some protein, you go there. Well, I'm walking through. I was going to get, make myself a burrito. Okay. Left side of my eye, I catch it on the periphery, right, just like a, just right. like a, a slot blitzer. Right, right. I see the I see guy coming off the edge. Exact guy coming off the edge, lobster tail. Oh. And I'm like, well, I didn't even see that. I know, see once again. Awareness. You, you got to have situational that awareness. awareness. You got mm. you got you to take a walk. Got to take a walk before you decide. And so I was like, "Well, it's there. It's available." I learned from the day before because they had beef ribs. Oh yeah. I was like, "Get it now, or else it's not going to be there." Had no clue. There was no sign up. You know who did? Who did? I did. There you go. Yeah, See? I, I had a couple of beef ribs right off. I you mean, know, you had two right off the bat. I was like, I was like, gosh, that was so smart. Because I went back to get a second one. It was gone. Right. And it turned you into. You got to go deuce right up, right from yeah. the get-go, baby. And then it was prime rib, and it was it was very red prime rib. It, oh, was, it was. It might have had whip marks on it, and it, it might have said moved. moo exactly yeah. five minutes before I saw it. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, man, I missed it. So today, so yesterday I was like, I'm not going to be denied. I will not I, be. I'm mad. going to grab this lobster tail now. And then, so they had, they had, uh, you uh get the butter? So, oh, of course. You got to get drawn butter. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's un American if you don't get drawn I, butter. I, that's what I was thinking. Too. Exactly. And I was looking for, now, all full disclosure, I was looking for Old Bay after that, too, because you mix the Old Bay in the butter. It's, okay. it's amazing. Okay. But I go in, and then I, I was like, oh, well, let me get a little surf and turf, right? They had some sliced, uh, I think it was sliced tenderloin. Yes. 
Got some of that, but they had the. With a glaze, a honey glaze on it. No, hollandaise. It had an Oscar oh, style. So oh. it had lump crab meat with the oh, hollandaise. Oh, you're talking about the, oh, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, that sorry. was right next to the lobster tail. So I'm like, oh, well, this is fancy. <laughs> Grab a couple slices, put a little bit of hollandaise, some lump crab meat. I'm like, I'm feeling like five-star dining. Yes. I go sit down, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting like in, in the, towards the, towards the food area in the middle, because you're still doing the show, and. As we're coming up there, I see the nutritionist there, and, and she comes up to our table. She's like, hey, can you guys help me point out who's the defense and who's the offense? We're like, okay, <laughs> sure. And then yeah. she pulls out this whiteboard and sticks it on top of the section where I was, where I had just grabbed food from, and it said defense. <laughs> uh, and then I looked over the other section. I'm like, there's tuna, there's steak, yeah. you know, root veggies. And I'm like, this, uh, I feel a little bad, but I also don't because technically I won. Because I delivered my commentary perfectly. That's true. So, therefore, You're I fine. felt like I was on the winning side as well with, That's my, right. with my broadcasting. So, I was like, you know, I don't even feel bad. So, I went up and grabbed a second lobster tail. I was like, ah, <laughs> why not? Before those defensive guys get here, they have plenty. They, they have, have more no, back there. They have no knowledge that I'm even here. <laughs> yeah. They don't. They don't. I'm a nameless gray face. So, I get, I get to float like a ghost. I, like, I can pick from what, what side of the other. <laughs> And, and you know, I did get I did get the peppers and onions. Oh yes, that were they sauteed. were very good. Those were very good. That was on the offensive side. Yes. So I mean, I felt like I was equal opportunity. And I was sitting there with Christian Kuntz. Right. So I'm sitting there with the specialist. So I'm like, yeah, we we work in anonymity. I'm that's, like, you know, that's I, I, I know you're what it is. You're neither here nor there. You know what Everywhere. I mean? Everywhere. Omnipotent. Yes. Omnipotent on the it. football you field. Just kind of move I have around. No favorites. That's <laughs> it. You just move around. I'm I'm defensive minded if the defense is winning. Or offensive-minded if it's going I talked the other about way. how great the defense was doing. Win, on their side, good. Yellow yes. shirt, honorary, got it. I and think it works. I did play goal line defense here. I oh, mean, at that's one right. Year. Yeah, so, you know, I feel like I'm an honorary D-lineman, you know. The only thing I ever did on the D-line was uh, one time in Minnesota, I was on the extra point block. Oh. Yeah, see, that was it. And I was on that, too. Well, see, I wasn't on it because I was 6'8". You know, I was yeah, on it. I was on to, it, and I did get a block. Center. I did get did a block. Uh, the Miami that Miami game, the mud, right. the mud bowl. Yeah, yeah, I blocked Jay Feely. I have the picture in my office, and Jay lives out in Arizona, and so I always send the picture. You know, once That's a year. Funny. Yep. Jay, can I just get you to autograph him. my picture? Can I get you to autograph? I really, I, I, you're, you're there. It's me. I would love your autograph on there. <laughs> He's like, never, never, Max. Every year. <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. It is a glorious day. It's a hot day. This is going to be a great day. We got more coming right here from training camp. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back after this. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Okay, Jalen Warren, here it is. One man's misfortune is another man's opportunity. It's not one man's um, mishap is another man's er, fortune, as you were quoted as saying. (laughs) Max, Aside from Wally that, Pip. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Jalen Warren is, is is turning heads and making what seems to be a pretty big impact in camp thus far. Oh, absolutely. You know, Jalen Warren was one of the guys after the first padded practice. I was like, this kid is popping with pads on, and he was already showing signs 
without Paz, you know, the ability to catch out of the backfield, the low center of gravity, able to kind of weave his way through deep. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This isn't kind of kind of get out of some unfortunate situations, but what made him so good the last two days is that the, the the ability to go and bring the fight to the defense, you know, especially on blitzing linebackers. You know, I saw yesterday on the film there was one opportunity it was in blitz period, and he just steps up. It, it, it's it's a zero blitz, and it's a five man, it's a six man pro, and they're bringing everybody. And so at that point, it's a five down call. The mics walked up over the center. Both of the other inside backers because they're playing a four down look, then walk up. And you have to make a decision. What gaps are they in? So they're in the B gap. Okay. They're, they're in the B gaps about to flow out to C. Okay. So B gap between the guard and tackle. C is the outside um, of the tackle. And so you see this happening, and you're like, okay, which decision he's going to make? Well, he's on the right, so he's going to take the right side first. You scan as a running back from right to left, if that's the side you're on. You always start on your side, and then you work across right. to the back side. And Yuli Gilbert came in and folded. He met him right there in the hole, allowed the pass for Kenny Pickett to get off. And so you see that. But then you see there was a couple of in the team runs where he gets in there and he comes out unscathed and just shoots out like a rocket. But what was really impressive was uh, backs on backers uh, coverage drill for passing. He has some moves. He has some shake. A little wiggability. A little, a little wiggability, a little evasiveness. Yeah, yeah. And he was able to get out and, and make some great cuts and breaks and then focus in to catch the ball. In fact, um, you know, it was noted so well, they actually lined him up wide and ISO'd him to the right outside the numbers against the linebacker one-on-one going on a deep route into the end zone. And uh, he just outstretched. He missed time to jump and just missed it. But that just showed you the day that he had – and the fact that coaches felt comfortable enough, hey, you know what, he's doing so Move him to the outside. Let's see if he but, can do it. But let's remember, if you, you can't really afford to miss time a jump at 5'8". No, you really can't. You need every tenth, thousandth, hundredth of a second to, to time that up just perfect. I mean, when you're 5'8 at night, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, It's like, ah. Uh, uh, sun was in my eye. Sun was in my eye, Coach. I couldn't. I couldn't Left stay. side of the cornea. But but what but, I like is he's 215. That's a squat monster, man. He is he is very large lower body because there's guys that are taller than him right. in that running back room that don't even hit 200. So he's outweighing guys by about 25 pounds. But so don't let the don't let the smooth taste fool you. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> it's like don't let what you see be indicative of what you think is going to happen because he and he has just been so consistent I would say of the running backs not named Najee Harris dare I say I would put him at the top of that list 
You know, I, I think that uh, this young man is really starting to draw a lot of attention. You know, when you watch him with his ability to seek out the holes, to, he, he kind of runs to contact and through contact. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just a lot of good stuff that you like about it. Um, but he follows the assignment, too. Yes. He, 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 he does not go native. Okay. You know, it's like, oh, I, I don't trust it. He trusts what the offensive line is doing, which allows the offensive line to set up their blocks. Exactly Especially when so. we work in combinations first to the second level, he allows for that. So it gives us even more confidence as offensive linemen, right, that, okay, this guy's going to stick to the script so I can go even harder because I don't have to worry about him just jetting to the outside or him just cutting it back immediately He's go and by messing the rules. it up. Yeah. Look at the tackle's butt, find out where it is, and if you're on the outside zone, inside zone, whatever the read exactly. is. Exactly. Good vision. Good, good vision, vision is necessary. He seems to have it. He's given a good accounting of himself on backs on backers, as you talked about. Mike T highlighted him several times. He likes the fight in this guy. Oklahoma State, he had, think about it, he had 1,216 yards rushing, 225 receiving uh, yards, and he scored 11 TDs in 12 games for Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, right? That's right. Which is the alma mater of the great John Kolb. That, there right. we go. And now, John Kolb was a real cowboy. Oh, That's, yeah. yeah, he's well, one of those. You, if you're you, hiking the Grand Canyon with him, I think that qualifies. Yeah, well, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know by the end you could call what we were doing hiking. It was, it was surviving. so slow. Surviving. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Westward expansion progress. Yeah. <laughs> As Tunchilkin once said, he said, the Wolfly Circle of Wagons Better than the Buffalo Bills. Matter of fact, the Wolfley circled the wagon so well that if we were on the uh, Oregon Trail, we wouldn't have gotten further than Akron. <laughs> <laughs> we're west. Uh, we, found, we found it. Yes. We found Boy, we're all, it. We're all the way out past that thing to Mississippi or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. thought there was an ocean. It's a river. <laughs> Who, who'd have thought? <laughs> Ah, that's good enough. Found a body of water. We're good. Turn back around, guys. Turn back around. Let's go home. Let's go back. That's too hard. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, I love what Mike Tomlin said. He said, and this is what he was saying about Jalen Warren. He has an appetite for competition. Speak a little bit about what Mike is saying there because there's a lot to unpack just in that one statement. So that one statement, here, here, here's the best translation I know how is he doesn't run away from the contact. He doesn't run away from the opportunity. He takes full advantage of every opportunity given to him. So when you see a guy that whether you give him three reps, whether you give him two reps, whether you give him seven reps, it's the same guy and he doesn't sulk about the fact right. that he got limited reps or that he didn't get enough reps. No, he makes he maximizes every rep that he does get and he's going to be noticed. He that you're going to take account on him when he's on the field. And I can tell you when watching film, I always I always know when 30's in the frame. Like when I'm watching the, the end zone view, I always know that he's there because I'm looking. Oh, there's 30. Yeah. Okay, let me he's watch him. He's one of those last view guys. Yeah, you want to see exactly picture. what he did. Even if it goes to somebody else or somebody else does something, you're like, let me run that back one more time just to watch what 30 did. Right. And that's what it is. That That's a true competitor, a guy who – who thrives at the opportunities given. He does not waste them, what we talked about earlier. Like when you get into camp, you can kind of seek comfort. You can kind of just zone out and get into groundhog day mode. Yep. No, he, he's looking at every day as a new day. Every day is a new day, and it, it's noticing. Because, I mean, since I've been here, since Saturday, I have known where 30 is and who 30 is. Well, there's no question. You, you're laying out perfectly. Let me give you 
one end of the spectrum, other end of the spectrum, all right? You got Guns N' Roses, right? What was their yeah. one big album? Appetite for Destruction. Yes. Right? And what? Well, that's pretty much the way they lived. They enjoyed yeah. that, that aspect of their lives. You take a look at a guy like Jalen Warren, and he's got an appetite for competition. There are some guys that thrive on being pushed, G- guys that thrive in a crowded room and somebody's got to stand out. You know, there are guys yeah. that really thrive under the pressure of that intense preparation and competition period. There's other guys that wilt. They don't stand up well in the pressure of the competition. They don't perform well uh, to their maximum when uh, there's a lot of uh, instability around you. You know, like, am I going to play? Am I going to see any time? I'm going to, you know. I mean, there are certain guys that, that really, as Mike Tomlin's, I love Mike's uh, vernacular here. You know, that he runs he runs to the competition. He enjoys that. Exactly. It's a fight or flight, right? Yeah. It's that response. What are you going to do? When you get into a, a, a hairy situation, you go down the dark alley, right? right. Who are you going to have with you? Yeah, exactly. Who are you going to have with you, and what do you plan on seeing? Do you expect the guys in the corner with the brass knuckles and the baseball bats, or are you expecting a nun to walk through? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you, you go can in. Ex- you can expect one thing and pray for another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is true, but make sure you're prepared for the worst. Right. Make sure scenario. you're prepared for the knuckles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Prepare for the knuckles. Hope for the nun, right? I'd, ra- I'd rather have knuckles have than prayer. I'd yeah. rather have prayers than knuckles, okay? I'd rather have that. you know. But then again, you, then you have to question yourself, why is the nun in the alley at night? I mean, but okay, that, there's a that's whole a deeper whole other, yes, existential conversation. But he's the one that he's going to walk down the alleyway, yes. and he's, he's going to already be on edge. And he's looking for that worst-case scenario. And I think that's kind of the mindset you want to see everybody have. And he's just displayed it in such a way that it's caught everybody's eyes. Like you said, it caught Mike T's eyes. It's caught everybody else on the sidelines that are sideline non-combatants. Right, it's caught correct. their eyes as well. There's been notes on it. And I think that, that that's a good sign for a young player, especially when there is a question mark at that position. Like, that's the unknown battle of the day is who's going to back up Najee? I know Najee had the lion's share. He had almost every single rep. But Benny Snell comes in, and he was the, he was the off number two. In that situation, but it wasn't. It, it was a significant drop off from Najee to Benny. So that that's an open competition. I know we're focusing on left guard. I know we're focusing at the linebacker position, Correct. right? We're focusing on corners. Yep. But that backup running back role is a very it's key be role. Huge. It's going to be a huge role for this team. So who's going to go out there and take that opportunity? You know, by the way, Anthony McFarland has shown up a little bit more than we what we've seen. Hopefully he can yeah. recapture some cuz you talk about his great speed and acceleration ability. That's a, that's that's a big thing, but when you got a, a little lessening of the competition in the uh, running back room because of injuries, Najee's sitting out. You know, you've yeah. got uh, Jeremy McNichols, McNichols sitting, out, right? sitting out. So the guys that rise to the forefront, you get those extra reps. You got to make the most of them, man. You got to show them. Yes. Boom, I'm your man. I can do this. I can do this job. And one of the things that Jalen Warren is, is doing is making a definitive statement saying, I can be that guy. And I can be an all-around back. I'm not just a situational guy. I can't now, by his own by his own admission, he says he's, he's not the best at, at, at uh, you know, pass pro. 
He's and, had trouble with it. And but I disagree. Back. I disagree when we saw backs on backers and I saw what yeah, I saw on film yesterday. What you saw yesterday. was a willingness to fight. Yeah. He and said, he said I understand yeah. this weakness, and I'm going to embrace yes. this weakness and work to make it not, no longer a weakness. Yes. And another guy I'll throw out there, Mateo Durant, number 40. Yep. A little bit taller, right, Right. <laughs> for a, a running bit. back position. But he's also a guy that we I saw him in the past game yesterday, and he has some wiggle too. He has some moves to be able to get escape. He got a little little shimmy with the shoulders to break off from the linebacker and create separation. So he's another guy that that strikes me as a very intriguing because he's a different body build. Yes. You know, and you're always looking for what's the different body build from Najee to be that complement guy. You don't want the same exact guy doing that role. You want somebody that's a change up. You know, and I somebody think, who provides a little something extra. Exactly, something else that you have to game plan for. If you can take time away from what the main plan is to focus on those individuals, that's when you're winning as an offense. And you get both of those extremes because I think Durant's taller than Najee, and then you have Warren, who's shorter than Najee. (laughs) And they both provide different skill sets, but they complement. So it's going to be really interesting. I really like that that running back battle because that's that silent battle that we're not looking at and something that goes off unnoticed, but – Jalen Warren is giving us a reason to notice it and say, hey, you know, don't expect it to just be the, the depth chart from last year. Now, I plan, on, I plan on messing some stuff up. As you talked about Guns N' Roses, yes. or his analogy, appetite for destruction of the, of the running back structure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things you just mentioned, I, I, Benny Snell, did you see Benny pop uh, Cam Hayward? That wasn't a good business decision. There, wh- there you go. <laughs> it was not a good I business decision. I was sitting there Oh, that's not good. That's not the one. That's not the that, one. That's if you're gonna if you're gonna establish Take any D lineman other some, than yes. ninety seven, <laughs> because you already know. I mean, listen, that, listen. That's you, not gonna end well for you. You don't want to get Mongo angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there watching. And I'm going, what in the world? What did you not know you? who hit you? Yeah, uh, apparently maybe, he did. Maybe his say. eyes were closed when he swung. <laughs> maybe his eye. I would, I would give him benefit of the doubt, but then. He doubled down because they both got kicked out of the play, right? Right. Cam and, got kicked out of two drills yesterday. Yeah, Cam, Cam, Cam had – we know what time of camp it is, but Cam's fighting everybody. <laughs> yeah, there so, we go. Time out. Time, time out, out, Cam. All right, Carl Dunbar had to take his helmet. <laughs> like, nope, can't go in. Can't go in if you don't have a helmet. That's right. You don't have a guardian cap right now. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, it would have been funny if he just snatched his guardian cap off. Like, nope. He just pulled his – could you imagine <laughs> Cam with a guardian helmet duct taped on? That's yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And like some Oakleys. Because <laughs> he has a visor on, <laughs> Oakley's in a guardian cap, just yeah. running out. <laughs> I'm going to get it done one way yeah. or another. You're says, not going to deny me, yeah. but but yeah, but no. Benny swings on him, and you're just like, what are you thinking? But then he doubles down, and Benny is then yelling across at the defense after the play. Yeah, I'm like, are you just? And then the very next play, then TJ, being the good teammate that right. he is, right, my buddy. Yep. He's gonna. He went and exacted his revenge on Benny and took him like ten yards deep and drove him well, to then, the ground. Then TJ got into it with Calvin Austin. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking exactly. all these young guys are. You know, you, you might want to look at who you're swinging at. Stop picking the perennial Pro Bowlers, <laughs> All Pros, and future Hall of Famers. Can we just stop that right now? <laughs> Absolutely. And and take a break. We will. One of the things I want to explore further. You know, we talked about the psychological profile of some of these guys. You know, 
who are the real competitors, who are the real tough guys, who rises to the surface when the pressure gets most. And there's some guys here that are starting to rise to the surface, and the intensity is ratcheting up, but we'll talk about that and more when we creme come back. Creme de la creme. Creme de, oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> there we go. Nice. A lot of the Steelers. Steelers. We are always talking black and gold on SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, as always, when you got training camp, you always got the walking wounded, too, and the list is starting to grow. Wide receiver Chase Claypool has got a shoulder, tight end Pat Fryermuth. He's got the hammy running back Jeremy McNichols. He's got a shoulder as well. Inside linebacker Marcus Allen, he's got a hammy. Safety, Miles Killebrew. Uh, he's got a peck injury. Uh, we got cornerback Levi Wallace with sickness. And, of course, Larry Ogunjobi, he's still uh, kind of, you know, recovering, getting ready from that uh, surgery to his foot. Um, we got also uh, Tyson Alualu. He's been on, you know, kind of hanging on the pup list, along with safety Minka Fitzpatrick, who's got a wrist. So that's your walking wounded report for the day. Yeah, not walking dead, just walking no, wounded. No, yeah, not. <laughs> they don't get zombified here. Yeah, no. you could though. You could. You could. I you mean, could. you could really get dead in the in the head there. You no, know? I mean, we talked about that. Once you start staring at the plate and not eating, yeah, that it, might be the first uh, sign that, that you might be a zombie. Do you go from? You don't go exactly to a zombie. You might go from like a meathead where you're dead from the neck up. You know, yeah. as Archie Bunker used to call it. Yeah. All right, so you go. You got the meathead, and then maybe you get zombified. What do yeah. you think? I mean, that, that is a good progression. Okay. But I mean, you know, yeah. When you start looking at brains over over protein, <laughs> th- th- then we know that's a clear sign. That's a clear, clear, clear sign. Clear, clear <laughs> sign that there's nothing some else needs to be uh, understood. You hear brains? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What, what was, was that, that, Charlie? <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Why are you staring at me? <laughs> Why are you salivating as you stare at me? I don't, I don't like that. Uh, all right. One of the things we talked about earlier was, you know, guys that are very tough-minded, you got to be. you got to build your enthusiasm here. Enthusiasm is a self-generating emotion. It's not – and I shouldn't say that. Emotion is what carries you um, up and down. That's not some – but enthusiasm is that self-generating thing that gets you going, and it's all about you controlling your effort and your mindset and getting tougher. And one of the guys that you really got to take a, you know, say a little congrats to is Mason Rudolph. Mason came in, and, you know, I mean, automatically he's been relegated to second team, then third team. And I love the fact that he is not taking it like, it's some sort of punishment or, or like he's being overlooked or anything like that. I mean, you just look at what he's done, and this is what Mason said, and I think this is important. I think it's about how you approach it. I'm sure I'll get some one reps here at some point. I don't really care who I'm going against. I care about, hey, what kind of spirit do you have? What kind of leader are you? Can you elevate the game of younger players, or are you going to kind of settle down and play to that level? Are you going to raise their playing potential? That's what I'm trying to do. I think that's a great mindset. It says everything about the competitor that Mason Rudolph is. Yeah, he. I mean, you know, you, you got to be a push more instead of riding a lot more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we all know, I mean, hopefully everybody on here except for some. So for the younger generation, uh, a push lawn mower is one that you must hit a, like, string and handle. you got to crank it yep. to get it started. That's the enthusiasm level. Emotion is – 
sitting on the riding lawnmower and hitting the start key. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm so yeah. happy that, yeah. <laughs> and having air conditioning on that yeah, unit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got like little fans that yeah. face you. I mean, you know. And then we get into combines. It's a whole different story. Right. But um, that that that's the motivation you want. You want to be the push more instead of the riding lawn more. I'm not just here to ride the emotional roller coaster and allow that to get me through. I need to go and instigate my enthusiasm. Yes. I got. I've got to create a sense of either happiness. Or whatever it takes, because some of us, you know, we we can go in, we we can look for the dark heart path. Oh right? yeah, to to use that to use that. Let as me a- tell you, <laughs> we had we had um, John Kolb, the great John Kolb, yeah. was the most. We voted on the most miserable man in camp. <laughs> right. He won three years in, consecutively. Oh I wow, mean, okay, you know there it mean? is. You want to talk about a granite jawed? If, if there was anybody more miserable in training camp, I don't know who. John Cole won it for three. Actually, I could have been a runner-up my first three years. Yes. <laughs> honorable mention. Yeah, honorable I, mention team. Because <laughs> Chuck, Chuck was just brutal. It was yeah. just a brutal camp. But the fact is, you know, you've got to be able to rise above that. And when I see a guy like uh, Mason Rudolph saying, are you going to raise their playing potential, um, that's the question. Do you, do you settle down to those threes, or are you going to raise the threes up? Are you the twos or the twos up, you know? And I love the fact that Mason takes it so aggressively and he's strong-minded enough that, you know what, he's not going to play or settle down to a level. He's simply going to rise to a greater level. Yeah, and, and that that's the mark of a true leader, right? If, if you re- can recognize it, identify, and then work towards that goal. So you're working to elevate those around you. And that's what a leader has to do, right? You have to be able to look in the eyes of guys. You have to be able to kind of peer into their minds, understand where they're at. What Some guys require a more physical, verbal confrontation. Right, right. Some, some guys just need, a, just need a little look and a wink. Or some guys, you know, need that pat on the butt, right, to get them going. And it's your job almost like a teacher, right? A teacher, you get a classroom full of students. Every student learns differently. You kind of have to figure out the nuance. If you're a great teacher, you figure out the nuances on how to reach the most right. people how at one time. With how do you communicate But if you come in and you're the professor that just sits in there, here's the syllabus, read it, you'll be good, and then they just go through their spiel and they don't really care That's about that interaction. Work. It's not going to work. No. And I think, especially on a football field, you have to be the kindergarten teacher in this situation, right? Right. <laughs> you have to deal with – Quote unquote Sometimes feelings. It's like herding cats. It is. All right. I mean, it is. You, you got to get your receiver. Sometimes you got to pull out the laser pointer just to get them all focused. Hey, hey, hey. Look at the laser pointer. Look at the laser pointer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, guys. Okay. Now let's come this way. But I mean, that, that, that's, and that's the beauty of it. When you do have a quarterback who identifies, embraces, and then works towards, I, that's, those are the traits that you want to look at. And that's what ultimately makes you a leader and buys over the rest of the team to go out there when it comes Sunday. When it is a fourth down, got to have it on the two-yard line. Yes. Those guys can look at your heart like, he's going to give me his all. I need to give him my all. And that's the building of that. And that's also the great thing about training camp because you, you feel it on the field. You can go reinforce it up in the dorms. Exactly. And that's part and parcel of what it takes to create that mindset. There's got to be enough guys that you have some sort of happy co- compilation of guys coming together that says, you know what, all right, we're out here, it's it's tough, da, 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 but you get that, that esprit de corps, whatever they call that esprit stuff. Esprit de corps, yeah, yep. there okay. we go, I love it. And we got in the, in the wings here coming up at the 11 o'clock hour is the great Jim Wexel. Oh, Wexel yeah. Wednesday, and he just gave me a, a thumbs up on it because I did get it right. You I did, did not get it mess right. it up. Okay. No, you didn't. And he is here nice and early. Yes, he is. Right? To be He's, early is to be on time. To be on time is to be I late. Got a and feeling. to be late is unacceptable. We appreciate that, Jim. <laughs> not only that, he probably heard that 
possibly, you know, the, the Riddell guy might have showed up, and when he does, donuts follow. So, oh, you know, okay. that could have been reason. But we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll just move on from our buddy it, Jeff Hartung. It Hartung. was us. It was we'll us. Be up, yes. Yeah. He'll be up here talking. Probably this Saturday we might get him on. And, okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, donuts Saturday. That's no better way to spend a weekend. Listen, I'm all in for it. Donuts and talking football. That's beautiful. I love it. But one of the things, okay, now we, we, we've talked about Mason, but there's other guys that have shown a ability to have a little bit of mental toughness. And one of the guys that I think is, is showing some real mental toughness is George Pickens. I mean, this guy, you know, we talk about Devin Bush coming off a knee injury and how taking a year and everything. This guy had a knee injury last year, and, and you can't tell. This guy is doing some uh, monumental stuff, whether it's linear, getting go route Acrobatics Acrobatic, doing the Gumby thing like we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. you got to be mentally tough to come back that quickly from an ACL injury. And, and to go out here and compete with guys who are veterans. Yes. You know, you, you identify an opportunity, right? Deontay Johnson's not practicing. Chase Claypool's not practicing. And you go out there, you're like, well, I'm going to get more reps than I expected. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, yes. How do you, actually, oh, yeah. yeah. How do you react to that? Do yeah. you like go yes or are you like going, oh, oh man. Okay. That's like five more reps in individual, right. seven on seven. You start calculating. It's like, no. It's like, listen, I, I can't wait to get out there. I can't get, wait to show what I got and I'm going to put it on film. And he has done that day in and day out. Yesterday was more of a quiet day, but I think that was because of the play designs. He didn't get thrown to as often. But, I mean, it wasn't for a lack of effort. I mean, I will say that. And, you know, you look at that and you say, this is a young guy that gets it. It's like that's when you say, you know what, that was a good pick. As it stands right now, obviously we'll see when, when it actually gets live in preseason. But right now from a practice standpoint, he's checking all the boxes. He is indeed checking all the boxes. And I, I can't say enough about his competitiveness. You think about what it took to – Sit out most of that season in Georgia and then come back. And watch your team win. Yeah, without it, was, you. it wasn't like, oh, man, we're, we're, you know, we're not winning because of George, because George is not there. It's they're winning in spite of it. And, you know, you can, you can kind of get in your own head. <laughs> you yes, know? you You're can like, talk yourself man, out of it. Man, I, I mean, I'm replaceable. You start thinking yeah. that in your mind, but he didn't answer that. You know, he came back at the end of the year, the toughest time to come back, right? You got championship time. You got the the college football playoff, and he's still coming back, and he's also still making an impact, and he's carrying that on here in, in camp. All right, we, we're going to wind this one down. When we come back, we got Jim Wexel on a Wexel Wednesday right here at training camp. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back after this. This is Black and Gold Fan Heaven. Listen to this crowd. SNR. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. 
Hurry to smileactives.com/iheart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.